Welcome to the Beachy Moondoom Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia. All right, well, welcome back, everyone, to the Vici Mundum Show. It's kind of hot in this room. It is that? stuffy, and I, I think that they've turned off the air conditioner. Do you want me to get up and turn I, it on? Oh, I get... Yeah, I, or, or I didn't realize we could off? control it. I don't know. Well, I think it might be turned off because of the blower. Oh. Do you think? Let's give it maybe, a go. Maybe because of the sound it brings into the podcast, then we should probably just suffer through it. I think we should. We're learning, everyone. We, um, we definitely want heaven, not hell, because That's right. it's, uh, it's getting pretty hot in it this room. It is stuffy. And, uh, yeah. It's October, and it's about 95 degrees outside. <laughs> I know, I know. It's really sad. Both uh, both Rhiannon and I love the fall season. Right. We love it. We love everything to do with fall, especially the cold part. Yes. The part where it's not so cold that you're all bundled up. Right. You know, you can wear right. a sweater or yeah. a long sleeve shirt, yeah. and you're comfortable. A nice sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. That has not, seems not to be the case. No. But uh, welcome everyone who's listening. <laughs> this is uh, Ken White, the Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry, and uh, Tina Wandersee is here, our Director of Social Outreach. And we are happy to be on together. Um, we're going to try something a little different today. Uh, we're actually going to do a little Lexio Divina, that is divine reading, uh-huh. um, basically taking scripture, the upcoming scripture, and reflecting on it together. So we're going to um, read it aloud, yep. and then we're going to um, just talk about that that scripture. So this will be for Sunday, October 13th. So I'll go ahead and and read the gospel and we'll just uh, see where the Holy Spirit takes this. This is from Luke chapter 17 verses 11 to 19. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, 10 lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voices saying, Jesus, Master, Have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, stand up and go, your faith has saved you. It's interesting, it, it, immediately what popped to mind was our recent podcast, the uh, the one entitled uh, Bah Humbug about gratefulness. Oh, yeah, I did think <laughs> about that for half a second as well. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, any, anything jump out at you in particular? Well, it did. You know, I love, I love the gospel. So I love when we start off with um, continued his journey, you know, and so you get the sense that he's, he's been journeying and uh, it's important to know that he continued his journey. And then uh, the first thing, so I'm, I'm, I paid attention to that. And then he encounters like 10 lepers, like immediately thereafter. And I, I just uh, find that, that fascinating that he, he bumps into 10 lepers. And, uh, uh, and so I started uh, doing a little bit of bird walking in my mind and thinking, you know, on, on my journey, you know, if I, if I say, oh, and then uh, I journeyed on, if I think of my life as a journey, what group of people or what um, encounter am I going to have um, Mm. as I go on my journey? And so I, I sort of did a little bird walking there and then, um, and then came back, uh, back to the, to the gospel after he had, because while I'm writing a couple of things down, um, all of a sudden 
he told them to go to the temple to be cleansed. And I thought, well, whoa, wait a minute. We just started the journey. He bumped into the lepers, and now he's just sending them on. Nothing happened yeah. uh, yet. And then you followed it up with, um, and on their way, they were cleansed. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so, um, so I don't know if I actually did miss anything after the lepers, or did, did he just simply bump into them and send them to the temple? Yeah, I mean, that's what it seems. They, met, they stood at a distance. Jesus, yeah. Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, go show yourselves to the priests. Yeah. So, so they get cleansed on the way. So then I'm like, oh, now they're cleansed. And, uh, and then, then I remembered what the gospel was going to say next. Only one came back to thank him. And, uh, and then I find it interesting that the one was labeled as a foreigner. And so that made me think of when you uh, take it for granted. Like uh, I, I picture... Uh, those people um, who are in communion with God or... Uh, just presumptuous? Yeah, presuming. just, yeah, just take, take it for granted that, mm. you know what, I'm a member of the body of Christ and uh, therefore maybe, you know, if there is some healing in my life, I expect that, right? And I just take it for granted that the mm. Lord's here, He's here to watch over me and He's going to work some wonders in my life and I just take that for granted. And instead of being um, uh, amazed by that or thankful for that or, you know, really engaged with that, uh, it, to me that seems like the, the, the type of disposition that doesn't come back and thank. Mm. You know, yeah. somebody who just takes it for granted that, well, it's the Lord. Yeah, I almost think, too, there's this sense of, um, just say, I'm thinking of the the question, uh, do I come to the Lord for healing for me or for a relationship? Right? Because they, mm-hmm. they like came to him mm-hmm. looking for healing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they got what they wanted, they just, mm-hmm. that was it. Nine of them just went their way. Right. And one of them right. realized the gift that had been given yeah. and came back. And I just right. think of maybe how many miracles happened in our life that we just miss. For sure. For sure. You know, that we're for just sure. kind of like, yeah, so so that happened. So that was nice. Right. You know, I mean, even even something just so simple as, you know, the sunrise being beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a miracle that we miss. But I even think of, like, ways in which God has come to my aid when I've asked him. And mm-hmm. then the next day I've forgotten about it. Right. Like, right. I've moved on. Thanks, God. You took care of me then. Right. You know. Right, right. Um, or maybe we're just thankful within our hearts that it's it's uh, been um, healed or something, an, a prayer has been answered, but we're just more or less thankful within ourselves and we haven't really expressed that outward to God. Mm. You know, that we've not made a motion to to actually stop. You know, because I think there's many times where even in our lives, maybe our spouse does something for us, a friend, um, uh, one of our kids, whatever the case may be, and we're thankful for it. But, and maybe make sort of a notation, you know, I want to say thanks, but life gets busy and we never really forthright say, hey, thank you for, you know. Yeah. No, that's, that's a really good point. Because there's, there definitely is something to being told thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even if it's something that, that is a daily thing that you do. Right. Right. Like, um, I'm a better husband if I thank my wife for taking care of the kids each Mm -hmm. day. Yeah. It's what she does. It's her role right now it's her responsibility it's her mission right yeah. while i'm at work to be caring for the kids yeah. but to thank her for that every right. day right uh, right even if it's something that she mm-hmm. she loves doing and wants to do and 
just to, to be grateful. Right, right. Um, right. And not forget. Even though within my heart I'm grateful, I'm really mm-hmm. grateful. Mm-hmm. But I don't always express that, like you say, the importance yeah. of expressing thanks. Right. To others and to Jesus. Right, right. Yeah, there's something about making the actual proclamation that uh, testifies that one um, recognizes that a great, um, a great deed has been done for them. Uh, you know, and I think sometimes even maybe, maybe uh, uh, we may not even know the depths of what's been done. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. so we might know something's happened, but. Um, or a healing has taken place, or whatever the case may be, a good act has been done for us. But we don't, maybe we don't know the whole sacrifice behind it. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? That took mm-hmm. that person, like, uh, to do that, you know? Uh, we can be thankful, uh, and we'll just use your, your wife as an example because you just used that. We can say thank you for, for um, taking care of the kids and whatever else, but maybe we don't always pay attention to the real sacrifice that goes behind that, you know. And even for the Lord, sometimes we are thankful for things from Him, but we don't often know the depths of the sacrifice um, mm-hmm. that the Lord has, um, has done for us. And, and we can't. You know, there's no way for us to really, I don't think, uh, be able to fathom uh, the depths of, of sacrifice, and uh, in some way, I think that can make our gratitude a little uh, a little uh, more shallow. Yeah, and I think there are ways maybe that we can practice that greater gratitude. I mm-hmm. mean, I think that reflecting more on the passion of Jesus, obviously, mm-hmm. is in you know I love the Stations of the Cross during Lent because mm-hmm. it's such a great time yeah. to like remember all the suffering that He endured mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. sake. Um, and what is the the prayer? Um, by your cross, you've redeemed the world. Mm-hmm. How does that go? The the you know the call and response. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's so powerful within the stations. Um, just to remind again and again, yeah. like redemption through the cross, redemption mm-hmm. through the cross, and even taking little like Fridays, allowing Fridays to be a little bit more penitential, giving something up. Yeah. Because that little bit of suffering yeah. is a reflective of a greater suffering that Christ went through. Sure. And so it's a reminder mm-hmm. um, because it is, I think it is hard sometimes, we, especially if you grew up Christian or, or you're cradle Catholic and you're, mm-hmm. um, you're thinking, you know, oh yeah, Jesus died for me. We see mm-hmm. crucifixes everywhere. It's just normal, mm-hmm. right? But if we really take a minute to reflect on mm-hmm. the depth of that love, mm-hmm. um, then our response is, is definitely different. And maybe that's what happened for this leper. Maybe he's walking along and mm-hmm. the nine take off and maybe he is going off on his own and he starts to think. Yeah. You know, he starts to reflect yeah. and he starts to say, you know what? Yeah. Like, not only is this such a great gift and I'm grateful, but yeah. but it was that guy mm-hmm. that did it. Right. And I, I owe him at least a thank right. you. Right, right. You know? I wonder what would happen if you read this again. Mm. You know, if you read this again and uh, we listen um, and uh, with with some of the, the thoughts we've said and see if something else might, you know, present itself. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, 
Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. I guess something that stands out to me this time around is the foreigner part. Mm-hmm. That, that maybe for this leper, being a foreigner, um, there was, like you said, less presumption. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a foreigner. I'm an outcast. I don't... Yeah. I don't deserve this in the first place, yeah. right? Yeah. So the other nine maybe were acting out of more of a sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. we are part of, we are, we are your people. Right. So, you know, this heal is, us, you owe us. Yeah, this has been, this is, <laughs> this has been promised to us, right? Right. right. And then and, you, and what do we, that's your job. So what have we to thank, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the expectation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was talking actually just the other day with someone about the, with the teenagers. We we had a Bible small group, and uh, and and it was just a reflection I was having on the duty that we owe God, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I think it was last week's gospel, or, or maybe it's this coming where it's the uh, the where Jesus says this the servant um, would not seek to be um, to to get effect to get fame for being a good servant. Right. Like right. if he's done what the master has said, there's no trying mm-hmm. to look at me, look what I've done. You're the right. servant. Right. That right. that was your duty. Mm-hmm. And so I think about how like it's our it's my duty to serve God. Like if I'm up there trying to seek fame for right. look at how great I've been. Right. I did this this and this today for the Lord. Yeah. What's what's yeah, great good for you. You did what you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> you know? right. That's right. Like this this was your duty. <laughs> Um, right. And so it's almost like these lepers had the reverse in their mind. They had this reverse, right. like, God, it's your duty to us to heal us. Right, right, right. right. And then you have this other guy who doesn't even think he's owed, you know, right. deserves any of it. For sure, for sure. And you know what <clears throat> stood out to me this time was that he not only thanked him, but he fell down at his feet and so and, 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 and offered him um, thanks for what he had done. And that... That speaks volumes. Um, that's not just, um, hey, thank you for what you did. He actually, you're looking at it. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't catch that. He fell at the feet of Jesus. He fell at the feet of Jesus and offered him his thanks. And so that's a, a total um, uh, acknowledgement of, of the complete gift that he was given, which was probably not just restoration of his physical body, but of his spiritual um, body as well. Yeah, and I love what Jesus' line is to him, stand up and go, your faith has, yeah. been sa- has saved you. Like, Jesus wants us to recognize that he is the all-powerful God. Mm-hmm. But what does he do? Yep. He doesn't say, okay, stay down there yeah. and kiss my feet. Right. He lifts them he up, says, stand them. up, mm-hmm. stand up and go. Mm-hmm. Your faith has saved you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like just, and, yeah. I, and I love that. He's not a yeah. tyrannical master. No. He wants to be recognized as the authority, yeah. which he as, is. Right, as and, reverently he should. Right. And yet, yeah. all he wants to do once we've done that, once we've turned ourselves and said, I am yeah. humble enough to fall to, my, yeah. to, fall to your feet mm-hmm. and thank you, mm-hmm. all he wants to do is lift us up. Yeah. He just wants to lift us up. I mean, we talked about this yeah. a few weeks ago, the gratuitous nature of God. Yeah. You and I were chatting about mm-hmm, that. And, like, mm-hmm. he just wants to lift us up. Yeah. Like, in the end, he wants us to go to heaven. That's, that's what he wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's only in recognizing his great power yeah. and having the humility to say, you're God and I'm not, mm-hmm. that he can lift us up. Yeah. 
Otherwise, we just go our way like the nine, right? We, yeah. Peace out. And I think that that happens. I mean, I, what, and the reason that stood out to me is because there has been a time in my faith um, when I was um, uh, probably waking up from my 20s and, <laughs> and coming, coming back into a more serious, awake sort of part of my life. And uh, I remember that um, that was my uh, uh, realization was that I had taken this faith and this relationship with God for granted. Mm. That, um, that I, as long as I knew he was there and spoke to him and touched base and was cognizant of the fact that I was a child of God, then um, at the end of the day... Uh, uh, that was good, you know, um, regardless of whatever all of my actions were showing and, um, and just took for granted that he is God. He loves me. I know he loves me and, um, and that, uh, he's okay with the rest of it. And, um, and he's really not, you know, he really expects, uh, for us, um, if we are sleepwalking, um, out there and doing, you know, um, walking on both sides of the fence, so to speak, um, to wake up and to really engage in a um, relationship with him seriously and come and uh, spend time with him to recognize the gift that he has given. And it's not usually, um, you know, all of this tangible stuff. I mean, he has given us salvation and it's up to us to um, recognize that um, and thank him for that and claim that. Yeah, it, it brings to mind, so about a year ago, I had this great, it was just a, I, I thank the Lord for this realization. You know, sometimes he just sends that, that um, he speaks right to your heart and you mm -hmm. get it. And yeah. it's, it's not always a comfortable getting it, mm -hmm. but you get mm -hmm. it. And I was seeking confession and I was all kind of wrapped up in myself. And, uh, and I just thought, I just heard him speak to my heart. Are you seeking confession to mm -hmm. to heal and foster a relationship mm -hmm. with me mm -hmm. or to rid yourself of your guilt? Right, to quell the guilt. Right, right. and it really mm -hmm. struck me and it yeah. caused me to think really deeply about why am I going? Because if I'm going time after time after time mm -hmm. just to get rid of my own, to quell my right. guilt mm -hmm. and not really to change Right. Not really to, to let God right. transform me, right. but just to, you know, good, check the Keep list. Keep it down I yeah. so that I can continue doing <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Keep and the guilt at a tolerable level. <laughs> right. And I've found that since then my confessions are more honest. Right. And and I go in really seeking right. the opportunity to change yeah. and for the transformation of grace. Yeah. And I think that that's the, the key piece um, is that, you know, we have to really be honest with what we think the problem is uh, to God, because in that he can begin to heal. Right. You know, it's a, it's a lifelong process, mm -hmm. but he can begin to heal that which we recognize um, so that we can go a little bit deeper and recognize a little bit, a little bit more and understand uh, uh, ourselves and, and those around us a little bit more. But it's important to go before him and... Uh, and honestly say what we recognize mm -hmm. to be a problem in our relationship with him, in our relationship with ourselves and with others. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, bring it to the light. And that's what Absolutely. I love about the seal of confession. Absolutely. The priest cannot and will not say anything that's said in the For seal sure. of confession. Mm -hmm. 
So it really is this place where we can go um, and receive the sacrament of healing yeah. and in there a is tangible true way. grace there. Right. Just like these lepers. Mm-hmm. There is true grace there. There's true healing yeah. that happened. I mean, I don't yeah. know. There have been some powerful healing moments in my life, and it was confession. Right. It was in those mm-hmm. moments of mm-hmm. bringing it to the light and then mm-hmm. the priest saying, in, in the person of Christ, I absolve you of your sins. Mm-hmm. Like that was that healing. I mean, it just brings me chills right now to right. think about. Right, right, right. Um, you know, and it and it takes going, I think, to confession with the right mindset. Right. Because it's not like, oh, well, I'm going to quell guilt, so I just won't go anymore. No, of course not. Go. Right, go. But go with a with a mind right. to let God work in you, right. to heal you, right. to transform you, right. because he he wants just like with the lepers, he wants their healing for sure. But yeah. he doesn't just want the physical healing. Mm-hmm. He wants the spiritual healing. And that's why the end right. is so powerful. Your faith has made you well. Yeah. Right? Well, wait a second. He already was well. They all were well. <laughs> right, right. But something deeper happened there. It right, was that humility right. and then that. Yeah. And I think that that speaks to that, that, that more of that spiritual healing um, of heart and mind uh, and soul because he, he came back. And so there's some kind of relational quality there where the Lord uh, wants to heal us so that we will come home to him. He wants us home with him. Yeah. Um, he wants us to come back, um, not to, um, uh, and just as he lifted this man up, not to be in relation with mm-hmm. us. And uh, uh, that's, the, that's the point of this thing, to, to not feel uh, uh, ill at ease and not home, but to come home to him. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that's, and isn't that the sacrament of reconciliation? Yeah, for sure. Come home to me. Come home. Mm-hmm. You know, repair your relationship with the body of Christ. Yep. Yep. Be, be one again yep. um, with him. And yeah, I mean, I just think there was, a, there was a priest I knew who used to say that after confession, go out and get yourself something nice. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, not, you know, don't splurge big. A new big, car. But, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> new, go, ahead, go ahead and get yourself a, a new uh, Lamborghini. No, um, yeah, the Ford Mustang you always wanted. But he was like, go out and get, you know, treat yourself to a Starbucks coffee that you mm-hmm, like. Or mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you should celebrate the renewal yeah. of relationship right. and being healed. Right. Um, because that's really truly happening in mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. sacrament, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's always just stuck with me. I have some friends who uh, who they go to and get donuts afterwards, like that's their thing, right? So they go to mm-hmm. confession and then to celebrate, mm-hmm. they go and do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just such a nice tradition to have, yeah. Um, because we need those physical reminders of what's happening, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's we just need to we need to be willing to fall at the feet of Jesus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and let Him lift us up. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if. Um, we uh, end the podcast with reading it one more time, mm-hmm. and then, like, then those that are listening can stop and take some time and reflect and and write down their own thoughts on you know once uh, on what they feel is speaking to them from the gospel. Yeah, that I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And then, if you have any uh, thoughts that you want to share, you know where to find me and Ken. You can yeah, <laughs> stop that's us right. yeah. and let us know what you got from the gospel. Yeah, and we would love that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, one of my favorite things about Lexio Divina is that um, when everybody reads it and reflects on it, so many insights come. Yeah. I mean, there's, I would not have gone the path at all that you went with this, Tina, uh-huh. with this podcast, uh-huh. but I loved it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't where my mind went when I first read it, <laughs> but like, I'm enjoying it. I'm like, how do we get from here and confession well, and we're, you know. You remember that day that we all did it uh, as a staff? There was like, what, 15 or 18 of us, oh, and wow. we had done it for our uh, ETC training. 
I'm and, trying to remember. Um, at one of our staff retreats, at any rate, we all, I mean, like we were in tables of five and six, and like as you went around the table, even within one small group, oh, yeah. everybody's uh-huh. thoughts, and it's like, holy smokes, how did they get that out of the, but it's, again, it's where your heart is, mm-hmm. you know, what speaks to you, you know, the Lord wants to communicate to us through the scriptures, uh, and uh, and if you take time and sit with them and read them, he will um, uh, speak to you. Um, it may not be what you hear the homily right. that week. Um, uh, just like Ken said to me, it may not be uh, what he was thinking, uh, but that doesn't make anyone's uh, perspective, you know. No, it can be very helpful. Yeah, absolutely. It can very, be very yeah. helpful to yeah. hear and it's what... It's amazing how that happens. And even in a group of 15, we all had different avenues we went when we did that as a group. Right, and that just shows me, too, that... that the God we worship is a personal God yeah. that wants a relationship mm-hmm. with each one of us mm-hmm. and is going to come at our hearts in the way that we need it most in yeah. that moment and may speak through other people who have that thought. For sure. That you wouldn't have thought of that perspective. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we definitely invite you to, uh, to kind of participate mm-hmm. if you can in yeah. this, and uh, we would love to hear um, your thoughts yeah. on the matter for sure. Mm-hmm. And just also as a shout-out for, um, for confession, we now have Wednesday night mass mm-hmm. and confession. So. Yeah. Um, Father Dan Beeman, our new pastor, has established at 5.30 is adoration uh-huh. and confessions on Wednesday night, and then 6.30 is Mass. Yeah. So I just think that's a really neat kind of you know midweek thing For sure. that we can kind of refresh ourselves before we return again on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so, so definitely something to, to check out that we have that. Um, and then we also have confessions on Saturday mm-hmm. as well before the 5 p.m. I think it's 3 to 4 p.m. Or is it 3.30? 3.30, I think, now. Um, so uh, definitely take advantage of that. And then on Sundays, I think the Hispanic community has, mm-hmm. has some times too. So you see all that on our website, but I mm-hmm. wanted to throw that out there. Very so nice. um, we'll end like we normally do, and then I'll just read the gospel one more time. Yeah. So Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Pray for us. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, He traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. for tuning in. We would love for you to join the conversation that we started by sending us an email at vichimundum1633 at gmail.com or by connecting with us on Facebook and or Instagram. And while we love doing these podcasts, we really love hearing from and starting relationships with you even more. I also want to extend an invitation to you that if you like these shows and would like to see more produced by our parish, please feel free to support what we're doing. You can go to Our Lady of Mount Carmel's website and give online by designating your donation to Vichimundum. Monthly gifts are especially helpful. Finally, as a reminder, the views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the presenters alone, and they do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. 
God bless you. We look forward to talking with you soon.